Jesus, when he ran to me, he took me in his arms, held my head to his chest, said, my son's come on. For this command is a lamp. This teaching is a light, and correction and instruction are the way to life. Proverbs 6.23 Join Bishop Patrick Bruce of the Lighthouse Chapel International Bantama as it brings you the pure, unadulterated Word of God. This teaching is anointed, practical, down-to-earth and full of wisdom, and will refresh, energize and bring healing to your body and soul. Listen to the Word of God. Before the word of God comes, you want to receive a powerful testimony this morning. Please put your hands together. Help me welcome Philomena to share her testimony with us. Oh, you can encourage her as she comes. Oh, keep clapping. The, lo- the walk is, is very long. Philomena, tell us what you do in church. Hallelujah. Amen. My name is Philomena. And my testimony is about the 24-hour miracle with the prophets said during Friday or night. Um, my auntie felt very sick to the extent that during the Easter holiday, she couldn't even remember we were celebrating Easter. She wow. was seriously sick and she has lost a lot of blood, lots of weight. So we're praying for her. All those who were able to visit her at the hospital. Like, what they were saying, like... They lost hope. Yes, there was no hope in the situation. So, I kept praying. Friday, I was really disturbed. When I came to the all night, all the prayer topics, I just turned it and then pray for my auntie that God should do a miracle. So, after the all night, I went home. I was sleeping around 8. And then my cousin called that. Your auntie wants to talk to you. I was like, oh. So when I took the phone, she was able to mention my name. Like normally, everyone called me Philo, but she was saying, I'm a Philo to say. I was like, hey. And she spoke to me very well. So after speaking to her, I went to my mom and said, Mom, God is good. And she was saying all the time. And then I told her that I spoke to your sister, and she's very well. So my cousin said she was there, and then the doctor came and said they want to like they were giving her a blood transfusion. You said her HB was three. Yes, was three point zero. So the doctor said I want to give her another transfusion, but something is telling me I should do a test. Then she she went to my cousin Phoebe. Are you ready? And she said yes. And then they did the test. When he was about to do the test, he said even if is able to get to eight. They are good to go. God being so good, um, after the test, it shot to 9.0. Wow. And she was discharged yesterday. Wow. So I'm here to give God the glory for what he has done for my family. Hallelujah. God bless you so much for a powerful testimony. Oh, you can put your hands together. And this morning, I believe that you are the next person to receive your miracle. Amen. Well, this morning, our Father is in the house, standing to our feet, giving glory to God, and giving honor to him. And now, if you want to receive the Archbishop, Patrick Bruce. Hallelujah. That was a fantastic testimony about the healing power of God and it's simply to believe pray and believe and God will answer you likewise is it a good idea put your hands together one more time let us pray father thank you so very much for miracles which is how you normally do your things you are the God of miracles you're the God for whom nothing is impossible what is impossible to men to you it is possible and that is why i like to follow you so much because with you there is safety and security this morning oh lord rise up mighty on our behalf rise up in the in this house let this gathering be unto you speak to us individually every single one of us and call us close to yourself 
that your purposes for us may be achieved thank you for great grace that affects us thank you for the grace of god that makes us what we are help us to be what you want us to be thank you in jesus name and all the saints said amen Pajastica may be seated um, for those of us who were not here last week we have declared the month of uh, may today is first may may day to have declared may as our month of evangelism and soul winning oh you don't like soul winning and normally june and july is also uh soul winning for us so for us now we have a whole three month period of becoming proper christians amen proper christians because you know you are sitting by somebody ask the person when was the last time you won a soul tap your neighbor and ask it during ask your person when was the last time you won a soul and what did he say some will say never this year dear i'm still warming up you're still warming up the year is may the fifth month of may you're still warming up my my dear friends what did your neighbor say did you ask her when was the last time you spoke to somebody about jesus christ and what did she say she says hmm <laughs> yeah but it's many of us who are real we are the we are god willing we are good christians too few of us uh, uh, go out of our ways to mention jesus christ and evangelize the world and the world seems to be not changing evil seems to be increasing and it is probably a reality because we are not adding more of christ to the world as it is and it has been left to go its own way and and when things go their own way they tend to spoil or, or it's not true they tend to become worse not better when you leave things as they are when you take a ball of kinky and you put it down and leave it by itself what will happen to it you will see green algae growing to become a forest very very soon you say oh but nobody touched it it is spoiling by itself and, and some of us we know ourselves left to you alone if there was no church if you go to america suddenly and you are in a place where nobody knows you Aish, all the things you want to do you'll do those who want to taste beer you wear this beer now <laughs> you have been looking now but you can't taste because you are in church those who want to go and watch some cine they'll go and watch it now because you can't watch it now we'll ask you questions hallelujah so this month i want us to become soul winners i didn't hear an amen on my right side on my left side i didn't hear an amen a loud amen i want us this season to go out consciously not that oh i'll see what will happen i know what will happen nothing i know that if i if i want to see what will happen nothing will happen but if we go out with the mind that i am going to make something happen something will happen and what we are looking for is that suddenly all of us become soul winners amen your amen is not good this this morning i want to share about how to develop the art of witnessing and soul winning how to develop it we don't have it we don't have it but we need it so when you don't have something but you need it you got to develop how to do it amen so i have four points every good service has message has three or four points this is four i have four points for us to consider this e this morning and um let them let them affect us in one way or another are you here this morning so point number one is that we must young student do you have notes or do you have paper to write on you don't have paper to write on when you go for classes you don't write notes or you are shabri you just listen to the lecture and walk away remember everything yes take out paper if you don't have a notebook borrow a paper from your friend and just write the points as i give you they will help you to remember them yes are you, are you getting paper you are getting paper 
Where's the where's Mr. Asherman? Mr. Asherman, help him to get paper or whatever he needs to do something, write something to remember what it is that we are sharing. Of course, this. I hope you're also going to remember it. You can also buy the book. I don't know how much it costs, but it's also there. Key facts. You know, it's also available. Maybe we'll make it available again. I don't know the price. I've forgotten. Number one, we must tell our friends what has happened to us in Christ. We must tell our friends. Amen. Many of us, you go somewhere by yourself alone. You have an experience with God. God touches your heart and you commit yourself to God. Then you go back to the place where you belong. But this experience happened to you alone. Sometimes you may even be with others together in a place. But you alone hear what the man is saying and take it personal and you are affected. God rarely does he save a whole class or a group of friends. God rarely does he touch a whole family all four together at the same time. It's not common. It happens. But it's not common. What happens more often is that he will touch one person. One person at a time. Even in a group. Amen? And that one person, when you are affected, it is your responsibility to go out and tell others. John chapter 4. A very common story. The woman at the well of Samaria. Jesus was passing through Samaria. Then he came to the well. He was tired. Disciples went to buy food. Probably bread and fish. I don't know what they went to buy. They went to buy some food. Then while they were gone, this woman came to fetch water. And Jesus asked her for a drink. Then they began talking. Then he told her that you have had several husbands. And she said, hey, how do you know all this? You must be a prophet. You know. Then he said, yes, I am. I am the one you are looking for. Look at verse 28. The woman then left her water pot and went her way into the city and said to the men, Come, see a man who told me all things that ever I did. Is not this the Christ? I mean, this is, this is immediate evangelism. As soon as she heard the, the, the words of Jesus, she went out and told the, the people, all the people she met on the streets, Charlie, come and hear something. Some man be, hey, this man is not like any man at all. Come and see what has happened to me. Come and hear. You see, many of us, we don't go and share things um, that we hear or we feel. Amen. Oh, I said amen. amen. How many have ever, okay, I mean, one day you get married. Yeah. You say amen. You'll be there. One day you get married. On the day of the engagement, what happens? You get a ring from somebody, a certain young man. And, and what do many begin to do? Suddenly, their hand changes. Their, the hand gets some kind of paralysis that it can't bend again. It's, it's straight. Yeah, and then the, the paralysis also means the hand go up and not down. So that you begin to walk around yeah, waving. Yeah, they don't care that something has cried. Suddenly, they are showing off things. How many have ever gotten new shoes and nobody saw the shoe? What, what do you do? You begin to stand. <laughs> you stand in a certain way. Or, or it's not true. Or you wear a new dress. And when you come out, your new dress. Why? Because we want to show the things we have. It's, it, is, it is natural. Even children, when they get something, they want to show to their friends. And so these, this woman of Samaria, when she heard Jesus and she believed him as the Messiah, she said, all my friends must hear. All my friends must hear. Tap your neighbor and ask him, why have your friends not heard from you? Tap your neighbor, please, tap your neighbor. Shake, no, 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 tap him, shake him properly. Mr. Man at the back there, shake him. Why have your friends not heard? Hey, Doreen, you tap your neighbor. Hey, why have your friends not heard about Jesus from you? 
Why have they not? What, what, what is it? Or you, you don't believe? Or your salvation is not deep? Second Kings. Second Kings. Chapter 7. It begins from chapter 6. When uh, Samaria was besieged. And the king laid a siege around the whole city. So none could go out or come in. And then, of course, when there's no trade, prices begin to go up. And he said, what? A, 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 a small piece of meat was worth it. Uh, what? Some shekels, a lot of money. I don't have that detail here. But then there were four lepers. Four lepers who were roaming in the night. Lepers are not allowed to be in the city. They are outside the city. And these four lepers were roaming in the night and they came to the enemy camp and by a miracle as God delivers all the enemies were gone verse 8 2nd Kings chapter 7 and verse 8 you know listen listen everybody listen to me when you come to church we just give you one or two scriptures when you go home read the whole thing okay church doesn't end at 9 30 it doesn't end that's all it continues it's our lifestyle so what you hear now that you don't have the full picture go back and read the whole story when you get back to your room is it a good idea how many will read it when you get back to your room how many won't read it how many don't care nobody raised the high you don't care but you are here verse 8 when the men with leprosy arrived at the edge of the camp they went into one tent after another these are men who were hungry about to die of starvation eating and drinking wine hey from hunger to drinking wine and they carried off silver and gold and clothing and hid it they found plenty things in an empty camp they just hid everything now look at how their minds are working finally they said to each other this is not right tell somebody this is not right oh look at that person say this is not right this is a day of good news and we aren't no hold the neighbor by the dress i think this one you have to get the person's attention hold the dress hold hold the dress you to hold the person who's holding you hey you can't hold me like that this is a day of good news and we aren't sharing it with anyone why not why do you have good news and you aren't sharing it with anyone look at what they said and the same applies to us if we wait until morning for your own i don't know what day it is some calamity will befall us amen if you don't share about Jesus coming to save you from your sins you don't share it to your friends some calamity will befall you hey there are different types of calamities some are that you backslide with your friends to where you came from because they are still your friends and you still like them and they like you and they are doing their things and you are watching them small small so a backsliding can easily arise if you have friends who are not born again and and secondly if you are born again and you believe that it is a good thing why do you want to watch your friend to die and perish why do you want to see your friend die and then when he dies now you are asking yourself hey where has he gone how many have seen somebody who has died then you are not sure where the person has gone can i see your hand somebody has died that you don't you can't say he has gone to heaven or he has can i see you're not sure can i see your how many have lost a friend and you are not sure where the friend is whether i'll see you again if god wills inshallah can i how many yeah we are it, it means that you have a friend who doesn't know what you know you have a friend who doesn't know what you know how would you feel type in it once again how would you feel you and your friend are going to write exams 
then there is a certain topic which your friend knows and didn't tell you not a poor topic and then you go into the room and then the thing has come and your friend knows it and he's writing he's writing I, I said more paper please and then you are sitting there hey Akwesi, is that how you are is that how you are so you know this upper we couldn't understand in their class you have understood you have gone to sit down alone to understand you didn't come and tell me how many will feel very angry at their friend you say you our friendship finish today pass here that i passed here i don't like you again because you had something good and you didn't tell me are you here this morning you had a solution How many of us, if one day you need five CDs, you need five CDs very, very desperately, but you don't have five CDs on you, then you ask him, but Charlie, do you have five CDs? And what does he say? He says, no, I don't have five CDs. So we don't have money. Then as you are walking, he's taking out his handkerchief and the five CD falls down. He is taking out the handkerchief from his pocket to blow his nose. <laughs> the pepsi falls down. What? Two of them. <laughs> you, are, you are there. What will you say to that friend? No, I'm asking you. What will you tell that friend? Huh? What? Wicked. You. Do you call yourself a friend? Do you think that... Do you, do you think I think you like me? From this moment, I've changed my mind about you because you. I was asking for five CDs. You say you don't have. Now, by mistake, two are falling down. Uh, 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 then two are. Hey, is that how you feel? That's how it's going to be on the judgment day, when we stand there before Christ, and then they say, "You to the right, you to the right." Then you are coming with your three friends. You are all walking together. Charlie, we die car accidents. God day. We are all three friends. When you get to heaven's gate. Three friends, Akwesi, right? The two of you to the left. They'll say, hey, why? What happened? Because you had something you never told them. You are supposed to tell your friends about Jesus. You are supposed to. Yeah. Tell them about Jesus. I didn't hear an amen. Yeah. Are you listening to me? Classmates, colleagues, family members, Many of us, many of us, we are surrounded by unbelievers. Many of us. I said we are surrounded. Family, friends, colleagues, even in your house, you are surrounded. I, I, I don't know. How come there's no infiltration of our faith into the world around us? But rather, they are there and we are just in our little corner. You are surrounded on the left-hand side, on the right-hand side. The people you work with all the time, many of them, most of them, are not born again. True or not true? True or not true? Many of them are not born again. One, one guy, he gave a testimony in the book, tell them he was with uh, his friends. Then he became, they were bad boys, all of them. Then he became born again somehow i forgot how he became born again and then god took him to heaven for a, 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 a revelation a trance or something and he said while he was in heaven he saw his friends he saw his friends in the fire in hell and they saw him in heaven and said hey why didn't you tell us why didn't you because and he said i thought you wouldn't believe me that's his answer i thought you wouldn't believe me they said, no, we are, we are in hell, burning, eternal suffering. And you are in heaven. And somehow heaven and hell, eh, they can see. Yeah, they can see. They can see who is there. They can see who is there. So you'll be shocked to get to heaven. Then you are seeing your best friends. Maybe your brother, sister, parents. Fire bound. And then maybe you alone are in heaven. I don't know how you'll be happy in heaven. Ask about how can you be happy in heaven when your sister is in hell? When you are drinking the wine, then you see her, ah! then you are drinking the living water. Can you, will the water go down? Can it go down properly? It's going to get stuck here. 
or you stop being thirsty again. So I wish I could bring you one drop. But what Abraham said, there's a gulf, a great gulf we can't cross over. Amen. Oh, I said amen. We are supposed we are we are we are supposed to tell our friends what has happened to us. From here, from here, as you go back to school or home or wherever, tell your friends. I didn't hear an amen. From here, from this moment, get through it. From here, as you are going, tell your friends, your colleagues, all those around you, tell them what has happened to you. And you see, it's not a... Don't discuss the... Tr- I've told you, I told you last week, I told you, when you are going to tell somebody, don't discuss Holy Spirit, one God, three gods. What, hey, what are you going to discuss? Don't discuss uh, uh, Cain's wife or Abel's wife, where she came from. Don't discuss those things. How can you discuss those things? How can you answer, where, where was God before creation? Okay, where was God before creation? Ask it about, where was God before creation? Where was God standing? Because he has to stand somewhere. Where was God standing when he made the world? Where was he standing? Ah, before time, what was there? He said, then he made the sun. Before the sun, what was there? All those questions, they are non-scoring. It's not in the curriculum. No. It's just extracurricular activities. What it is, Jesus Christ, and what happened to you? Why, why are you in church? Something happened to you one day to bring you to church and make you stay in church. That's all you want to share. Because that one, it is my opinion of what happened. And I'm telling you what happened. I'm not discussing. I'm telling you what happened to me. It's not a discussion. It's a foretelling. Amen. Are you here this morning? Are you here this morning? I want us to go from here and tell our friends about Jesus. Point two is that, are you ashamed? Are you ashamed of telling Jesus about Jesus? Are, are you ashamed that we are, you are going to tell somebody that I go to church? Hmm? Because sometimes that's the reason why you don't tell anybody. And that's why Romans chapter 1, verse 16, that's why Paul says, I am not ashamed. That's why Paul said it clearly. One day there was a certain somebody who was going somewhere in a car and they were chatting with the driver, giving a lift. And the man said that, oh, these Christians, these Christians, they're speaking some things, just saying words that nobody understands. I mean, what's the use of all those saying things? You know, this is very mind, mindless chanting and things. You know, those people, empty barrels, make the most noise, mindless things. And as, as he was talking, I was the person, by the way. As he was talking, I told that guy, I'm one. <laughs> These who you call endless people, mindless people who are just shouting, basa, basa. I'm one. And he knows I'm not an empty barrel. Suddenly, the discussion finished. Yeah, what are they going to discuss? They are mindless barrels. There's a mindless barrel right in front of you, and I'm not mindless. Sometimes, we are ashamed to talk about Jesus. Yeah. Oh, it's not true. Okay, you remind me this, this morning. How many have ever been ashamed to talk about Jesus one day? Raise your hand. You are ashamed one day. Stop lying in church. You are ashamed because it's so common. Sometimes you see Christian people gathering. They say, oh, and then if everybody's criticizing them and talking negative about them, you just keep quiet. I was once working in an office many years ago. Oh, I had, there were two people in the office. They would bring PMP, an old newspaper full of girls' pictures and other kinds of things. How many were born when PMP was alive? All oh, the children don't know PMP. They were babies at that time. It doesn't matter. It was how they wrapped the knuckle and threw it away. 
look they will come and put it on the table and open it then the other guy too every monday you come and sit down hey this weekend i went six girls hey every monday you come and tell us his weekend activities for the whole office to hear oh i said not me not me so monday when he comes and sits down then i get up i'm coming then i go out when they come and open their paper then i move to another table one day he came and sat down then i got up he said ah, patrick is going again i said yeah i'm going i will not sit in your presence i'm not you see sometimes we are too ashamed to get up and and walk out and go and show that we are believers are you ashamed ask your neighbor tap hold your neighbor's shirt hold your neighbor's dress look at her look young people there shake the person look at me eyeball to eyeball are you ashamed to say i'm a christian ask him are you ashamed can you tell can you stand up and tell people that me i go to church and i speak in tongues bad boys are very ready to pull out their condoms and show that Charlie, i'm ready they are even proud they are even proud to what's your pocket oh wait there ammunition ammunition what ammunition oh uh, protection what are come and see condoms hey and then i'm ready ever ready if any girl pass my way i go blow them i'm ready these crazy boys are boasting about their foolishness and their madness and you a christian you are quiet are, are we ashamed you mind me again this morning i don't care at all are you ashamed to talk about jesus paul said i'm not ashamed no 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 you listen one of the things that i think is interesting when i was traveling on buses i've stopped it's a long time i took a bus but when i was traveling on buses every time the bus is about to leave the station then you see a man will get up and say hey i'm bombay then when he gets up then i i look around then i see the reaction of people some say they look out the window i say hey hey a man is coming to pray pray for your safety pray for you to go from Accra to Kumasi and get there in one piece not one leg here and one head here to get to your house and not the mortuary he's coming to pray for you and that one to look out the window and those people too many of them they are church members because they, they feel that this man is too audacious prayer is a personal thing it is are you here this morning prayer is a personal thing it's me and my god and when i pray i pray quietly oh god have mercy on me help me to pass my exams help me to do well then they pray a quiet personal prayer and when a man comes to stand boldly on a bus which he himself is not going on but he's just committing you to the hands of god then you are shy or you're embarrassed why ask him about why shake him again today they are shaking for me ask him shake the hold that ask him why are you ashamed please ask him why are you ashamed why are you hiding your face and then suddenly shall we pray then you look at your phone to do whatsapp and you are texting why what is it you can't close your eyes and say hey master bompai why bonuye bonuye they are just supporting to say it one of my friends was in a trotro one day he said that he's today i'm coming to preach i'm going to preach in a trotro i said wow it's a good thing yeah i'm going to preach i said go ahead then he said then he went then he came back afterwards tell me how did it go he said hmm. <laughs> how did it go he said hmm i was in a trotro and i said when we take off and then <laughs> i'm going to get up and then talk <laughs> But when the time came <laughs> and I saw their faces, I stayed in my chair. I couldn't get up. Why? Charlie, no one was smiling. They all looked at me and I said, hey, this is <laughs> I can't preach. <laughs> and he sat in the chair quietly the whole journey. He said, look, it's very, you feel very awkward. You feel odd. 
to stand up and say, uh, uh, yeah, God, that salvation, going to heaven, going to hell. says, you feel very funny. Say, no, 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 I couldn't do it. Then I just stayed in my chair. Then the pastor said, then he said, I felt a failure. Because we are ashamed of letting the world know that we are, we are Christians. I don't know why you're quiet this morning. I don't know why you won't say anything. We are ashamed. Amen. Are you ashamed? Are you ashamed? The things that embarrass us. Are you listening? Are you listening? The things that we are ashamed of are the things that we don't count as 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 very worthy in our in our lives and so somebody who was born in a village near Kintampo will say I was born in Kintampo you were not born in Kintampo ask your neighbor where were you born many of us we're not born in Kumasi or Accra no 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 you were born somewhere where do you come from I come from Kumasi it's not true don't come from Kumasi. You come from uh, Kokofu or somewhere around. But even the name Christ is not powerful. Who is your father? Then you say, oh, my father, he's there. Your father is the old farmer just at the... You see, when we have some parts of us that are not glorious, we tend to hide them or ignore them. Yeah. Many of us... Your, if, your, if your parents came, your, your, when you are young people, your mother comes to visit you from the village with a cloth carrying some bowl on her head. You say, oh, who came? My auntie. My auntie. Who came? Because I can't say my mother is the one with the pot on her head walking. We are, we are ashamed of some things. But listen, that is how we are. That's the reality of our lives. That woman with the pot on her head is the one who gave you suck and made you what you are this morning. She brought you up. If you are now able to be a graduate and finish school, somebody brought you through life. The old man there with the broken legs and the walking stick is the man who gave birth to you and brought you up out of life. Now you are ashamed. That's why you can be ashamed of Jesus Christ. That's why. I don't know why you mind me this morning. We are, we are over. Are, are you here? Are you listening to me? Are you listening to me? I can't hear you at all. Are you listening to me? I can't hear you. Listen, we are overcoming all these hindrances. Yeah. This month, look, those who have not preached this year, this month, starting today, we are going to preach. I said, we are going to preach. In this church this morning, there are two kinds of people. Those who will and those who won't. That's all. How many will preach this month? Raise your hand. How many will? Okay, sorry. There are three kinds of people in the room. Those who will, those who won't, and liars. Yeah, liars. How many will preach this month? Let me see. Stand up if you preach this month. You preach to your friends, your colleagues. You, you will preach. Yeah. You will preach this month. Those who are sitting down, you won't preach here. Eh? Your calamities are awaiting you. I said your calamity is awaiting you. And the calamity that is coming is bigger than calamity. Yeah. You won't preach for whatever reason. Okay. And those who are standing, half of us are liars. <laughs> Sit down. Half of us, you are liars. You will preach. You have just stood up to make me happy. To avoid the embarrassment of staying sitting. You won't preach at all. Cheer. Tell somebody, cheer. You won't preach anything. But some of us will start preaching this month. Amen. Some of us, we are starting this month. Hallelujah. Point number one is tell your friends. Tell your friends. Tell, tell everybody around you. Tell everybody around you that you are a Christian. Amen. Look, if you can't tell, in fact, what I was going to say doesn't apply because even to wear 
a, a Christian t-shirt means nothing because you can buy it anywhere. I mean, people wear crosses. I, yeah, I've seen some mad people wearing crosses. So it, it doesn't make any, it doesn't show anything these days. So the outward paraphernalia doesn't determine who we are inside. But number one, tell your friends. Amen. Go to your friend and tell them, listen to me. You must be born again. You must. One day you will die. One day. Tap your neighbor. Tell him one day. Oh, oh, oh. Tap your neighbor. Tell him one day. Either next week or next year or next 10 years. Or, but why are you saying that? Yeah. Dennis, when did Dennis go? He went a month and a half ago. Here, one Sunday like this. He was coming like this. One Sunday like this. He didn't get here. On his way to church, like this, coming to church, he didn't get here. Now we are planning his funeral. Shabaya. Tap your neighbor one day. Either next week or next year or next 20 years or next 50 years. How, how old is the youngest person here? Or next, if there's only 20, who's 20 here? Anybody here 20 or less? 20 or less. Ah, next 50 years, you qualify. Yeah, you can go to 70 or 80. You will die by all means. Then what? Then where are you going? Ask your friend, then where are you going? Heaven or hell? Please ask, let's practice right now. Practice right now. Ask the girl sitting next to you. Hey, when you die, whenever it is, Ask the boy next to you, when you die, ask him now. Turn and ask him, when you die, where are you going? And don't say heaven automatically because some people in here are not going to heaven. Don't say heaven automatically. Why do we do altar call on Sunday in church if we trust that everybody here is going to heaven? Why? I don't think it's a foregone conclusion. There were ten virgins. Five went, five didn't go. Ask him, are you a virgin? Ask your neighbor, are you a... Hey, you can't ask your neighbor. You are in church, you can't ask your neighbor. Are you a virgin? Are you a virgin? Ask your neighbor, are you a virgin? They ask him, of the virgins, five went and five didn't go. Five didn't go. Now, ask your friends. Got to go, you've got to, we have to go to heaven. Yeah. Do you know what's the most painful thing? <laughs> a non-virgin will go to heaven. <laughs> we must tell. Listen, 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 listen. Point three. It is our responsibility. Are you writing the points? What's point one? What's point two? Don't be ashamed. I, young lady arms folded are you writing or you don't have paper or you came to church with your that you remember everything that's your plan eh? next week bring something okay yeah next week bring something point one is what tell your friends add friends family colleagues everybody add it add friends family colleagues everybody tell your friends about jesus point two don't be ashamed romans 1 16 don't be ashamed at all that's how you are if you are tall you are short that's how you are don't be ashamed yeah you can't change many things about you don't be ashamed okay those who are short don't be ashamed that's how you are you can't change it you can't change it point three is that this is our responsibility that is why we are still here amen Ezekiel chapter 33. That is why we are still here. That is the reason that God has left us on earth to tell others about Jesus. When Ezekiel 33 verse 8. When I say unto the wicked, O wicked man, thou shalt surely die. This is what God said. If you do not warn, speak to warn the wicked man from his ways, that wicked man will die in his iniquity. 
but his blood but his blood will I require at thy hands show your hands to your neighbor show your hands to your neighbor and check check tell them my neighbor check for me check for me at the back are you showing your hand find a neighbor show your hand check for me is that blood on my hands and your neighbor should answer yes yes there is blood because we have not told the wicked man about this but his blood will i require at thy hand but look at this how to escape nevertheless if thou warn the wicked of his ways to turn from it but he do not turn from his ways he will still die but you have delivered thy soul amen put your hands together this morning tell somebody a way of escape a way of escape yeah tell somebody and leave it to him you know there are some people that we know the woman in us oh yeah some people they are proud of their badness those who walk around with the condoms in their pocket and then they are just showing i'm ever ready i'm ever ready they are proud of their badness such people likely not always likely they will listen to you but you tell him but you tell him because one day he will wake up and shake himself and then become born again yeah that's why we are on earth that's why we are on earth that's why we are still here to to save other people some of us don't know why we are still on earth i mean you 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 think that oh god gave us life and we are still here just because it's 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 nice to be on earth no it's not just nice it's for a purpose it's for a reason why we are still here and you must know the reason and do it and if that reason if that purpose for which we are alive is not accomplished something is spoiling many years ago when i was a student i was going to buy a car yeah and nothing gonna and when i went to the place to buy cars i saw one car my first winter i saw one car and they had on the headlamps wipers i said hey this white man too yeah I'll put wipers on the front window wipers on the back window now wipers on the headlamps ah what kind of waste of money show is this they are just showing their powers too much ah what is this so i just walked away from that car and went and bought another car one night i was traveling in winter i was traveling on the highway to a different city to see a friend as i was driving then i saw ah my i couldn't see again i said ah when i left in the evening i could see clearly but now as i'm driving the night i mean i'm straining to see just beyond me i can't see so have my bulbs gone off or something so i got down from my car to check my bulbs so i parked by the roadside i got down to check my bulbs then i saw the road slash had thrown back on my car and covered the headlamps the snow and the you know in the winter they use metal small nails on the tires which breaks up the road and splashes uh, on the car i said oh, my headlamps are dirty so i got down and i took my duster then i cleaned my headlamps i said oh, now i've cleaned it i started my car i put it on oh bright i could see far I said, ah that's the solution i can see far now i'm going I, and i drove as i was driving then gradually i couldn't see again i said hey is, is something's happening is the battery running down so i stopped again then i got out then i saw the thing was dirty again then i remembered the wiper on the car it's a very important part of the car very important for those who drive on highways in the city you don't need it because you don't go far there are street lights on the highways at night without it you stop every now and then to clean your headlamps it's very important 
it is very important to have wipers on your headlamps in the winter yeah but because you don't use it you don't know its use god has left you on earth as a very important witness of him shake your neighbor shake your neighbor shake him well tell him you are a very important witness but you're a bush african in europe who doesn't know the use of that thing you don't know the use of the thing that's why you have left it lying down you don't know that this thing is very important so you have just gone to buy a car without wipers on the headlamps you have taken a christian look tap your neighbor tell him you have you you are mad tell anybody you are mad you have taken a very useful christian and you have left him in a chair ah no shake your neighbor you didn't understand my word this morning shake your neighbor and tell him you are mad you no, no listen to me look at your neighbor and tell him you are mad you you are mad because you have taken a christian a proper born again christian and you have left him on a chair in a church doing what doing what you have left the christian on a chair in the church doing what you are mad this 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 starting today those who have just come those who have just come turn to your neighbor those who just came turn to your neighbor and hold your neighbor by the dress hold your neighbor by the dress and tell him you are mad you have left a good christian who won't evangelize you have left a good christian left him on a chair in a church not to go and win souls ah what is it not madness is it not madness hallelujah what is point one those who just came write quickly take your paper and write point one what is point one tell your friends colleagues relatives family everybody that you are born again and jesus is the way the truth and the life tell everybody amen what's point two don't be ashamed are you ashamed are you ashamed don't be ashamed what you have is a very good thing don't be ashamed one day i went i, I was in tamale i came to accra and then i got a brand new land cruiser i drove back to tamale when I got back to Tamale, all my co-pastors and co-colleagues, they didn't have cars. Oh, their only car at that time was a, a Beetle. VW Beetle. The only other pastor who had a car at that time was a Beetle. We were all very young pastors then. And I had a brand new Land Cruiser. So when I came, I said, no, it's too some way. So I packed it in my house. Then I used my old car. I was ashamed. I was ashamed to appear in a brand new Land Cruiser and they all had Beetle and other cars working. When we closed meetings, they all passed their past right. I was ashamed. Then one day I was driving, then the Holy Spirit asked me, are you ashamed of your blessings? Are you ashamed of the good things I have given you? I said, no, I'm not ashamed. So I went home and I parked the car and I took the Land Cruiser, then I drove it to town. I'm not ashamed. I was going for a meeting with the other pastors. I packed it there. I've landed. Yes. Everybody came out to do sightseeing. No be anything. When God has blessed you, men must see that you are blessed. Yeah. They must know that you are blessed. It will be clear. Or your blessing is not a good blessing. When you are blessed, you must tell them that it is Jesus who blessed you. I'm not ashamed to say that. Look. Pray when you are in town to go and eat at, at, at the chop bar. No problem. Bow your head and pray. Not ashamed. Amen. Not ashamed. And what's point three? 
it's our responsibility we have to do it we have to do it if we don't do it look at this mark 16 verse 15 and he said go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature tap your neighbor this is for you tap your neighbor this is for you this is for you go ye into all the world and preach the gospel this is for you amen amen may we all go into all the world and preach the gospel hallelujah may we all starting when starting when starting when today how many i i told you there are three people in this church those who will go those who won't go and the liars how many will go to tell starting today yeah and of those who raise their hands like i said half half are the liars decide that i'll be in the non-lying half decide right now i will be among those who are not lying but sincerely i'm going look you'll be amazed at how nice it is to talk to somebody about jesus you'll be amazed that as you share and they become born again the joy that will fill your heart oh it's amazing it's amazing you'll be, you'll be so full of excitement that you want to go again and again many think that it won't work you know something it will work it will work it will work hallelujah hallelujah it will work i want us to decide all of us all of us all of us who are here those liars too one day you must stop lying why yeah one day you must begin to be the christian you are supposed to be all of us must decide that we are going to go from here and become soul winners amen point four god expects us it is an expectation it's not our decision it is an expectation from god that we be soul winners genesis chapter one god told adam go out and be fruitful verse 27 when god made man the instruction he gave man was go out and be fruitful be fruitful that's what god told man when god destroyed all the world with the flood and only noah was left and he was starting all over again god told noah the same thing i think it's 8 1 or, or something god told noah check noah genesis 8 1 for me god told noah the same thing be fruitful what he told adam he gave noah the same instruction be fruitful i've not changed my mind i made man man went bad i've made man again no i didn't change my mind this is why i made man be fruitful go and talk to others about jesus i didn't change my mind genesis 17 when god began to single us out to make a a, a, a people unto himself then he called abraham he told abraham the same thing i am not making a covenant with you and in the covenant i think verse five or six be fruitful i will make you fruitful god didn't change his mind i said god didn't change his mind at all this is what he this is what god really wants from us from adam from noah from abraham down to us down to us he wants us to be fruitful that's what he wants from us nothing else again do you want god wants our money oh no the money is his he made it he wants our lives he gave us life what is what does god want from us colossians chapter 1 verse 8 
who also declared unto us your love. If there's love in us, verse 9, if there's love in us, for this cause, we also, since the day we heard it, do not cease to pray for you and to desire that you might be filled with the knowledge of his will. What is God's will? What is God's will? Verse 9, verse 10. That you might walk worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing, being what? Fruitful. That is his will for us. To be fruitful. How many want to please God? You want to let God be happy with you. Listen. You see, for there are many reasons why we don't do evangelism. No problem. Let's start something now. Let's understand our calling. And let's start something now to be fruitful and to bear fruit by winning more souls for Jesus. Amen. Put your hands together this morning. If you will decide to be a soul winner, stand to your feet. If you will be a soul winner, I want to be. I know I may be facing challenges. I know I may have to run up against some opposition. Even myself, sometimes I don't want to do it because I feel funny. I'm embarrassed. It's difficult and it's some way to to uh, uh, go out like that but if you want to be a soul winner you want to stand to your feet those who are sitting down are you stubborn or you are wicked no I'm very serious you cannot come to my church and behave as you like yeah we are we are we are going to become soul winners and, and maybe you are shy to stand up it tells already that 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 is the, 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 the battle we are facing. Yeah. Even if here, you can't stand up and just say, oh, I, I want to try. This is it. I want to try. Pastor, what you're saying is true. I've got to give my save Jesus. Hallelujah. But before I do that, I want to bow your heads right now. Close your eyes. Even here, even right now, in this very room, there are one or two people who, if you die, you may likely go to hell. In this room right now, there are one or two people, if you die, you may likely go to hell. Because as we are here right now, you are not sure where you go if you die. As we are here right now, me, I know where I'll go when I die. I'm very, very sure. And there are others like me. We are very, very sure where we'll go when we die. But you are here this morning, you in particular. You are not sure. Every head bowed, every eye closed. You are the one I'm talking to. Wherever you are, do me a favor and lift your hand. You cannot live here the same way you came. Unsure of your salvation. You cannot live it like that. You are here this morning. You are not sure where you go if you should die. Lift your hand up high over your head. Lift your hand up high over your head. Up high over your head. You are not sure where you go if you die. You may go to heaven, you may go to hell, but you are not sure. Do me a favor. Thank you, my brothers. Thank you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Listen, if your hand is raised, do me another favor. Walk to me right now. I want to pray with you. Walk to me right now. Just walk to me right now. I want to pray with you that you will not come here into this service and go away and go live here unsure. Live here unsure of your eternal destiny. That's why we came. That's why we came to, to, to church to become Christians and to save others from their sins. Just, just spread out all in front here. Just, just spread out all in front. Listen, look at me. 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 We are, we are going to pray a prayer. This prayer, this prayer we are going to pray. Believe me, it will change your life. This prayer is the prayer to ask Jesus to save me from my sins. This prayer is the one that removes the doubts and the question mark about where you go. Because Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Jesus, I am the one. He said, I am the door to the sheepfold. So if any man believes, 
confess with hearts we believe unto righteousness with the mouth be confession unto salvation I want us to pray this morning look at me I want you to believe the word we are coming to pray as life-changing words and after this prayer we have prayed is the beginning of a new life you will not be the same again you will not be the same again please pray after me dear Jesus this morning I come to you just as I am Lord Jesus forgive me all my sins all the bad things that I have done forgive me and wash them away by your sacrifice on Calvary cross Lord Jesus change my heart give me a new heart one that will love you and serve you all my days Lord Jesus prepare a place for me in heaven by your side and write my name in the book of life today today Sunday today Sunday I invite Jesus into my life today I am born again and Jesus is my Lord my master my savior and my best friend thank you father for sending Jesus to save me and Lord thank you for all these young ones as they come this morning to confess your name before this house thank you for this opportunity that they might hear and begin to understand that Jesus came to die for us to save us from death and hell thank you for their response to the gospel thank you for their responding to the word as it goes forth right now to call them on the salvation I pray Lord I pray Lord that from today onwards salvation has come into their lives I pray that Lord these will never be the same again Holy Spirit Holy Spirit become their companion go with them stay with them be with them in their rooms in their dormitories in their classrooms wherever they are let them know the reality of who you are thank you for all these that they will not slip away they will not backslide they will not go back into the world that they have just left to come into salvation and Lord keep them keep them for all their days thank you so very very much for every single one of these precious ones save them oh God save them we honor and bless your holy name for this great salvation that we have received in Jesus name and all the saints said amen amen when he ran to me he took me in his arms till my head to his chest we believe the word of God has come through to you. Join us at the Lighthouse Chapel International Bantama behind the Confidence Eating Place. This is every Sunday at 9.30 a.m. and 6 p.m. every Tuesday. Stay blessed. He